All right, tonight we are going to play another session of our Fate of Midgard game. I am your Game Master Porter, and our players tonight are Tiffany and Aaron, and we are playing in the world of Midgard by Cobalt Press using um, a, uh, a hack of the Fate Accelerated Rules by Evil Hat Productions. So let's go ahead and... Uh, Remind everyone who our characters are, and we'll do a quick recap of what happened last time. So, uh, Tiffany, tell us uh, about your character. Um, I play Mira Barkridge. She is a well-meaning, eccentric, earthen enchantress. Uh, her trouble is anything for a deal. Um, her aspects so far are horticulture for hire, herbalist hobbyist. She is the caretaker of the figs. Um, with two items of gear, the Earth Song Pendant and the Staff of Four Seasons. All right, and Aaron, tell us about your character. Hi, I am Aaron, and I play Eleanor Westergaard, and she is an infiltrating, glamorous, diplomatic sorceress. Um, her trouble is Venom in My Veins, which refers to the vampiric bite that she received um, about 250 years ago. And she's been uh, living in the oasis and keeping that at bay by eating the magical figs. Her other aspects are fantastical facades, um, Westergaard blood legacy, um, and Hunter on a 250-year sabbatical. And then she does have one gear aspect, which is his dagger. We picked up last time where you missed the boat, where the oasis of figs disappeared on you. And then you made your way back to Perbastet and encountered a caravan that was happy to let you spend the night uh, in safety with them uh, in exchange for Mira doing some um, herbalist uh, or some herbalist medical treatment on one of their folks who was injured with a broken ankle. And then you parted ways at the city the next day. You then made the acquaintance of a eccentric, uh, an eccentric cat folk lady named Mistress Henna uh, Melida, who or Melidi, who has been uh, guiding you around the city, and you you kind of gaped at the wonders of the city of cats for a bit, and she is now leading you to the temple of Bastet. Um, down in the southern part of the city. So, we are... Uh, is there any any questions about anything that happened last time or any major points in the recap that I that you guys remember that I missed? So, our tactical strategy uh, that we are taking is that we are going to just face Nefrini head-on and say hey, we're here, we got the figs, we just can't give them to you yet because we lost the oasis and we got to hang on to these really quick, sorry, and leave. I thought that That's we, entirely up to you. I thought that... I, well, we landed on... We, we tossed around a bunch of different chat uh, um, strategies and I forget where we landed, but I know we're going to meet her head on. We're not trying any kind of subterfuge or anything. I forget if we were going to tell her we had them or not. I thought we were going to hide them. I, I, thought I that, think so. Yeah, I thought that we were going to tell her that we were, like, ambushed 
and that we don't have them, but we can get them. And yes. see how it goes. We just have to get back to the oasis. Yeah. To get her what? Yeah. Mm. Okay. Okay. And we're just going to kind of keep the lockbox on us and just hope we don't get searched by guards or hope that she doesn't know that we have them with us. So we're going to literally show up in what I presume is like a temple sanctum and say, hey, you're the big boss here and we don't have the thing that is very clearly in my bag. To one of the most powerful clerics in the world. Oh, no. Just, um, just, I mean, I'm just throwing that out I mean, there. Okay, so, okay, I'll tell you what. That's the plan. I mean, we decided we're not going to tell her that. Yeah, you guys. That's actually how it's going to happen. <laughs> you know, the dice, the dice bringeth <sighs> and the dice taketh away. I don't know, maybe, is she, is she going to take them from us? Because, like, we need them. We, we need them to. Well, she's them, cool, right? Them. So we speculate that she's cool and that she, you know, we're in her good sort of standing. Yeah. She is a true not... friend. She is a true friend of the Sultan of Sultan Hajin, uh, Hajani over the away, the, the Archfaith who rules the Oasis of Figs. They are, fr- they are, she, he considers her a friend. She considers him a friend. You are messengers. <laughs> so who knows? You don't she has know. There's no reason to question him. No. You don't know how badly she wants the mm. Figs. You don't know. I say we. Well, but we she's a friend. And if we have to uh, improvise a little bit, we do what we gotta what do. If we only put like half of them in the carton and we hide the other half. And then we say that we had to already barter away half of them, but we still have these half. So maybe we kind of split it. I mean, nothing says you have to give them, nothing says she'll take them from you. You don't know. She might be very willing to help you. She might. She might also take them by force and throw you away and lock the key because you don't matter anymore. Who knows? I, I, you know what? And and I, I almost want to say like in game, this is like a conversation that we're having, like as we're like as we're following Mistress Henna and we're sightseeing. I'm kind of mulling over the plan and we're thinking about it and like. Maybe because I I know that especially like oh I love the idea session, of you two like, muttering about this while you walk oh yeah, behind. Like we very Hannah. clearly like made a decision and we're like all right we're doing this and now we're like walking through sightseeing and she's pointing out all these like landmarks and like this is culturally you know this is what's going on and here's the river of lost things and all that and then we're all just like meanwhile these figs are just burning a hole in my satchel and I'm just like um but perhaps the the proper I I don't know. I'm just so worried. I I feel like I I just I can't I can't release the notion that I can't I worry she might find out. I mean there's magic here and you never know who's got, you know, fantasy x ray scanners and whatnot and they <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps honesty is perhaps the best way out of this situation. We say, here's the dozen. It's like a payment plan. Here's six. Now we'll get back to the Oasis and six later. We'll owe you, but we I have to take these. I don't think we can give her six. I, I, 
we don't know how long it's going to take us to get back to the oasis and we may really need those figs but we don't Wait. know i feel like going dutch is maybe the only way that we can get a gesture out of her because she's very powerful and she's got she's got the resources to take them all so i feel like as a gesture on our part if we give her half maybe, that, that is true maybe she could help us get back to the oasis so just to clear yeah. so your expect her expectation will be that she's trading a magic item for the figs you could always possibly see if you could get her to do something else instead you you know this is the equivalent of a of a of a of a fortune that could do any number of things she could keep her keep her valuables or we could downgrade the valuables that she's willing to offer us and and in in addition uh spirit us back home using whatever resources she may be able to lend which are probably not as valuable to her as they are to us which means she'll be more eager to provide that's very true i yes maybe you suddenly notice that henna is is watching you with a sly little grin mike you are interesting little birds come along (laughs) so i believe where we last left off was like a big like Welcome to Jurassic Park. Yes. Like reveal at the exact moment, so, of, like the height of the city. You are at the uh, you you've you've been wandering through the city with uh, along the, some of the major thoroughfares with Henna, and she has led you up a large ramp while you've been talking um, that led uh, down to the southern plateau of the city. Um, so this then leads you to a big, uh, to to an enormous circular uh, square in what is called what is known as the Lioness District, and you are now staring at a temple that is uh, the the dome of the divine face of Bestet, and it is. An enormous golden dome, and in uh, domed building, and at the front of the dome is a big stone sculpture of a giant cat mouth, and the door, the main doorway into the temple is through the cat mouth, not unlike the Cave of Wonders in Aladdin, except instead of a tiger, it's a sleek dome. It's a sleek, uh, like small cat face uh except it's enormous made of uh made of carved of stone and then behind it is a golden dome that um sort of arches behind the cat head almost like the back of the cat carrying on and you are uh standing in front of it and uh henna looks at you expectantly here you are this is the dome of the divine face of Bastet. So, what is your interest here? I gather from our walk that I don't think you're simple pilgrims here to worship at the glory of our of our lady Bastet, are you? 
I mean, we're here to do that, too. I mean, she is quite glorious. I mean, look at that. Look at that cat right there. She's beautiful. She's uh, we, we have an offering that we were hoping we could bring to um, High Priestess Nefrini, if you happen to know where she she hangs about during her days. We, we would like to present her with an offering. Um, she looks mildly offended. The, the, the face of Bastet Nefrini does not hang about. <laughs> you, you, she, she looks honestly shocked. You want to talk to High Priestess Nefrini? We've spoken with her before. You what? what, what? <laughs> you 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 want you you have spoken to High Priestess Nefrini before? She's expecting us. Uh, I mean, what, it, 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 it's been a uh, quite a few years now, but yes, we have spoken with her. She has a whole new your your like celebrity <laughs> status just. <laughs> Went up many, 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 many notches in the eyes of Mistress Henna. She's expecting me. Well, this, this changes everything. Ah, uh, ah, uh, so what are you supposed to do? We were hoping we could speak with her and... Uh, I believe last time we came, they, they showed us through, and they, there were some uh, lovely guards who were waiting for us, and they escorted us. However, we uh, were a bit late, uh, therefore we did not meet up with the guards, so we are not quite sure where to go. Why are you late? Um, you know, the ruffians in this town, they, you know, we, we got held up, we were maybe marauded a bit, you know, we, you know, stuff happens, and we're just, we really, I mean, you know, I mean, you don't want to be late for a rendezvous with Nefrini, we really don't want to disappoint her, we don't want to be late, um, We'd like to get there as soon as we can, because I, I just, I, I'm trying to, like, really downplay that, like, it's, we're not, like, so high value that, like, <laughs> we're targets, even though we totally are. I'm trying to make it sound like, you know, it's a good idea for us to keep this appointment, but, like, we, I don't almost want to let on that, like, if she's expecting us, then we must be, like, pretty intensely valuable as well. Sure. Because I think the less people that kind of know about our cargo, the better. <laughs> so, as Hena, much as I love Henna, I don't want to necessarily let her on. <laughs> Henna looks between the two of you. I will announce you. What are your titles? Um. Uh, ooh, do we want to say that like we are the representation from the Oasis, yes. or do we want to just say, Mira and I think no. I think we need to let them know we're here. I mean, are are we going to like announce our faction or just our names and hope that speaks for itself? Uh, yeah, no. I think we. I think we need to tell them that we're from the Oasis. That that we uh, are um, representing Sultan. I, I think we say that we are Mira and Eleanor um, of the Oasis on behalf of Sultan. What is his name? Hajani. Hajani. Okay. Yes. Um. If. If you could announce us, please. Um, I am Eleanor, and then Mira, and we are here 
from the Oasis on behalf of Sultan Hijani. Envoys from Sultan Hajani of the Oasis of Figs. <gasps> Very good. Very good. She leads. Come. I will announce you. And she walks. She strides onwards into the, uh, into the, uh, the temple, giving no cares as, as if she is a, like, like a, a, a like a, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a herald. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she she does not even look behind her to see if you're following. So I hope you're following. Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> following. So, um, as I mean, you... that's like the number one rule of going places, right? Is act like you belong. And she is just she... strutting in the door. That is, that's who I want to follow. So she uh, walks in. As you walk in through the mouth, you pass by uh, a pair of, um, a pair of, uh, of fairly beefy guards who don't seem to have any care. They're, there's a lot of people coming in and out and they're not worried as long as no one's doing anything. So they don't give you a second glance. But then as you get in, then she, she walks up to an orderly. So as you look around the temple, so up, up above you is the domed roof. And whereas it's, um, gold on the outside, on the inside, it's a, it's a gorgeous, um, what is it? Fresco? Is that the, the, uh, the tile, the tile, um, mosaics? mosaics. Sorry. Yeah, it's a tile beautiful... is mosaic. Fresco is where you paint in the black. Sorry, sorry. A beautiful mosaic roof, uh, um, of various imagery of the, uh, sort of different stories of the, go- of the, the, the goddess Bastet moving from her more, uh, from when she, legends from when she was immortal to moving into her godhood and things she has done since then and it's a whole bunch of different collection of images done in uh, in mosaic along the curved roof and in the center is this enormous um kind of her seal which is a a cat face um on a golden sun right in the center of the uh, of the dome um and then Hena sort of clucks and uh, and guides you over to the side. And so you see worship throughout the temple. You see worshipers who are um, sometimes just looking. Some are kneeling. Some are kind of strolling around. There are uh, you see a priestess up at the the um, the shrine kind of up at the front of the of the uh, the cathedral there's uh and then you have orderlies kind of all over the place kind of making things move you see some junior priestesses and uh henna uh leads you over to a pair of orderlies over at the side near a door that leads somewhere outside or sorry somewhere out of this main um cathedral area and she walks up to them and says i present to you Envoys of the Sultan Hajani, master of the Oasis of Figs, Mira and Eleanor of the Oasis. And then she sort of crosses her arms in front of her and just bows her head uh, in in, uh, deference to the two of you and waits for the two of you to... And there are two junior kind of orderlies sitting there in their their uh uh uniforms looking at each other like 
uh, I was not prepared for this <laughs> today. Uh, hello. We were supposed to have met with um, some representatives of your lady yesterday, but we were uh, detained. Detained. And uh, but we are here now. And so, can you please take us to um, High Priestess Nefrini? They look at each other. They look at Henna. She gives a little nod. She looks back at you. You are here to see the divine face of Bastet, High Priestess Nefrini. Yes. Everyone's really into titles here. Everybody loves to say that, yes, please, we'd like to see all of her, please. (laughs) (laughs) They look at each other again, and the the second one kind of gives a little, like, well, go on to the first one. Uh, uh, (laughs) Forgive me. Forgive me. Thank you. We are honored that you have made the journey here. Please, wait, wait. Just, just. One moment, and she turns and sort of, the two of them together, scurry away. They are way <laughs> out of their depth. Um, and they come back, uh, two minutes later, with a very stern-looking, matronly, possibly bulldog of a, of an, of an, of an old priestess in a feline way. I was gonna say, uh, there's uh, a dog. Not, not, a, not really. A I'm not sure how you get a bulldog, and if you, but but uh, let's go with it. And she comes forward, and she sort of comes out, and she does She she puts her hands on her hips. I understand you are here to see the divine face of Bastet, High Priestess Nefrini. You are envoys from the Oasis of Figs. Yes, we that, are. That is what we said. You are late. We, we were unavoidably detained, and we have made our presence as quick as we are able with the resources we've had available to us, and we apologize, and we hope that our presence will assuage any... We're really sorry we're late. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like trying to catch on to the formality of this place because like this is so not my world. I'm just like I'm trying to put on like all the pomp and like ceremonial kind of like propriety and it's just like it's just falling short. I'm just drawing from nothing. So I'm just like, please. We are extremely sorry. We apologize. We um, were ambushed on our way here. It seems that other people knew of the precious cargo that we carried. All right. I think it is time for your first roll of the night. Which one of you would like to make make this first roll? I, I'm assuming I'm going to do I mean, is this just like roll to convince this like gatekeeper to let us through? Correct. Or is she just like pissed and we have to like start oh, offering... This- you you've started making your making your 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 arguments. Now it's a question. Now it's time to see if she uh, if she buys it. So, I I think Eleanor has a little bit more like social grace in terms of like yeah. And Eleanor was the last one to speak. Probably can like work her way through this conversation. 
Yes. So I'm going to use. Um, I, do I need to use an aspect? So you'd use an approach. So oh, one of okay. your so, so clever. I think you're. Yep. Yeah, I think you're leading which, with which, sure. is, which yep. is a three. You're so. not. You're not plowing through with personality and charisma. No, no, no. We're trying to mm-hmm. <laughs> to be clever. Okay, come on. Very good. Um, so I have two pluses, two minuses, so nothing on the dice, so I have a three. So that is a tie. So you can tie. So a tie gives you a success with a, at a cost, so there will be a complication. Or you can, if you want to uh, invoke an aspect, then you can do that and it will put you in the realm of pure success. Um... Mm, I don't know if any of my aspects really work for this. Fantastical facades could be that, you know, we're just going to put on airs. We've been here before. We've done this. We know what we're doing. They can't push You us are around. a glamorous, you're an infiltrating glamorous diplomat. Diplomatizing people is kind of what you do. Yes. So I would say that is the one you could probably invoke. Oh, so, so I can invoke my high concept? Always. Oh. Anytime you oh. are doing something in your wheelhouse, your that. high concept is almost always applicable. Otherwise, oh. it's a bad high concept. And in this case, like... Okay, it's yes. the perfect high concept. Yeah, yes. yeah. It's okay, very okay. applicable. Yes. I would like to invoke that I'm infiltrating okay. glamorous. So you're paying diplomat. a fate point? Oh, I have to pay a fate point? Invoking, a con- invoking an aspect always costs a fate <laughs> point. Unless... No, I'll take that consequence. Okay. All right. Oh, and by the way, fate, fate points. Um, we did not refresh because this is kind. Of, this has been a direct continuation of the past time, and since we we play in short sessions, so this is we've not had a refresh since last. I time. think we're gonna really need our fate points when we meet the priestess, and we have to like get those figs to stay with us. That's true, but girlfriend, we gotta get there first. <laughs> so, do you want me to use a fate point? I've got three. I mean, I only have two, so it's either, like, either you have a free one or yours are more valuable. So, I mean, it ultimately it's up to you because I don't really have a ton to bring to this exact – well, we've only just encountered this person. She has literally spoken once. We don't really know how okay. this interaction is going to go. Yeah, I say, um, like, let's see how it's going to go. And right, yeah, sure. And if it goes bad, then we'll figure it out. Yeah. So she uh, – so here's my – my proposal is that the the consequence is that she is um you are you succeed in being clever she you are you are clever you you uh you accommodate the kind of the factors that she needed to hear to believe you um but uh there will be a significant delay in the uh, in the waiting, so you guys are going to be stuck for a while, potentially raising, uh, poten- potentially leaving you exposed longer. Mm. So, what is this person wearing? Is she have? Is she like adorned in like ceremonial? She is in like very. She is in very like. Or is there? Yeah, she is in, uh, she is in a very, um, simple, but very utilitarian kind of, um, 
uh, uh, robes, you get the impression she does not have a high station in terms of like religious power, but that she is a uh, the head nurse in a hot like she's a. That's kind of what I was thinking of. She sounded like the nurse in like Romeo and Juliet. Yes, like... yes, she's the person who bosses people who outrank her around because she's the one who keeps the ship sailing day after day. You know, she what? looks like I, that I, kind of person. I think to just keep this going, I will pay a fate point just so we can like get the story on. All right. Okay. Get it going. All right. So, in that case, you are a that that gives you a plus two, so you are in realm of pure success. So success with style. That is not a success with style. Mm. That takes you from a from to a two shifts of success, which is a clean success. Okay. So, she she takes a moment, kind of blinks, and. Yes, I understand. Please, follow me. And she turns on her heel sharply, and the two little uh, novices that were that you initially spoke with were kind of lurking behind, behind her, and they sort of skitter out of the way. And she leads you out from the main cathedral, and she takes you into the, uh, into the hallways. So she leads you down the hallways... Uh, of the building, and then the uh, it takes you to some stairs that start going up, and you feel them kind of going in a graceful curve. You must be kind of moving around the side of the dome in some in on like the back end of the building or something, and then it but it rises upwards, and uh, then you reach a uh, then you reach a uh, a foyer where uh, you have some lovely sitting thing some some couches some cushions some uh some ref, uh some refreshments are quickly brought out and she says she looks at you and says wait here and then uh she goes into a, another room and then comes out and leaves immediately behind her come two uh not old but not young looking women you also you just clicks now that every person in any sort of like official garb that you've seen other than the guards has been women have been female um of these two women one of them oh at this moment you notice that henna has been following behind you and she's just standing very quietly with her back to the wall with a look of just excitement on her face. Did she sneak or did she just like, I'm with them? She just wrote on your coattails. She was your herald. Excellent. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and she ma she's making it very clear she is not in your way. She is just here. She's just here to bask. I love it. I love her so much. <laughs> um, so out come two young, two, two women. Um, they're, they're not young, but they're not old. They're mature. Um, and one of them is a, uh, is a Nurian lady with, with, uh, lovely, uh, caramel skin and a, and a black curly hair that does a cool kind of part double arch on top with a head with a a bit of a, a little diadem in the, her on her forehead 
and then the other is a is actually a knoll a female knoll she's tall she's a big lady and uh she's probably six and a half feet tall and like lots of muscle knoll you you've heard heard tell before that female knolls are larger than male knolls um and uh you saw you saw a lot of gnolls in your kind of walk around. There's a lot of gnolls in this city, um, but she is clearly not. Th- these two women are not orderlies. They are not functionaries. These are clearly priestesses. They are regal in their own right. They carry a sense of kind of very calm purpose, and uh, they're both dressed very in very fine kind of draped draped cloth um with uh with golden trim and they come out and they they uh the knoll speaks welcome you are honored to be in the quarters of the divine face of bestet high priestess nafrini we are her handmaidens we understand you are the envoys of the Oasis of Figs. You were expected yesterday. Yes, we had some very bad trouble as we crossed the desert from the Oasis. We were ambushed and kidnapped and held prisoner and we just barely, barely escaped with our lives. And it is, it's an amazing feat that we are here today. I think that calls for a roll of bold. Oh. Okay. Come on, dice! Oh, bold's only one. I have one too. I'll back you up. If this starts to flounder, I'll back you up. I'm just a wash. Uh. So, that, yep, so you were, we're at a zero. So. <laughs> That's a We're at a zero. <laughs> So right now you are at a bit, you need to get to a good, just like the last one. So you're at a pure two. So even a plus two isn't going to put you in the realm of pass. Um, But you've, you've made a, you've made an impassioned plea. So you could re-roll with an invoke. Mira. I've got an extra that we are a friend of Nefrini. That was a note from our, that was a note from last time where we were made, I've made it clear that like, she, she, she is a friend to the Oasis and you have seen her, met her before. Um, it's not an, it's not. Would would they remember us? Like, like, I feel like we're pretty, like, it feels like we've never been here before, but, but, but we've done this. Keep in mind that the last time you were here was probably before these women were born. (laughs) Before they were born. I thought it was just a few years ago. You, you, you only, the, it, no, it's been like over the last like while. Wow. This is why Nef- Nefrini is not young. Okay. That's why she needs the figs. That's why she is. <laughs> That's why she's interested. So the these ladies have no recollection of you. Oh. However, you are, they acknowledge your, your, your so. Can't we you, just show them the figs? So you could. See, that means opening the box. 
rocks and I am not super <laughs> wild about that. Um, uh, that is our last line of defense <laughs> to protect these things. Um, so I'm going to say, remind you that Mira, you are the negotiator. You are, well, you're a diplomat. Yeah, Eleanor is a open, diplomat. I'm trying to open with diplomacy. And you're a haggler. Like what, that That's true. But I feel like, see, that's the problem is that like, you know, these are women of the cloth. They're not really, you know, my usual tactics are going to fall slightly short. You don't know. Um, you can go for it. I, no, I mean, I'm, you, I'm willing to step in. But you, my, my challenge is that um, I, I'm hoping that diplomacy wins out. Um, what I'm thinking is, is if we let them know the whole point of the whole reason we were um, we were ambushed is somebody knew we were coming. And that means they have a mole. And that may actually get us pretty far in terms of favor in letting them know kind of that there's a problem within their midst. That, that is true. Behind. That is true. Okay. We were ambushed and we are carrying the very precious cargo for Nifrini that she has been expecting. This means that somebody knew we were coming. They knew what we were carrying, and they were ready for us. If you show the figs, you will get an automatic success. Show the, the figs! Will the box do it? Show the figs! The eyes on the fruit. Could be any box. Show the figs! <sighs> Alright. I'm like, looking at Mira, giving her the so eye. How, how are the words falling? How How is the argument landing? Just... The like the argument is or just like not putting over the line my dear friend mira will show you (laughs) you so you can tell their job is so just putting some pieces together nafrini is absolutely not readily available at the moment so their job is to protect her from the demands of the world these are her gatekeepers. These are her personal gatekeepers. If so, they do anything, we'll just shove all the figs in our mouth. They're, they're not. They, these two are not likely to like. <laughs> these two are not going to like. These two are very much in, in as much of a diplomatic, you know, yeah, yeah, negotiation yeah, as you are. That. Yeah. Okay, so I see the situation, and I'm like, I'm looking. I, my look on Eleanor. My look to Eleanor's face is like. I really hope you know what you're doing. I'm I'm following your lead. We're friends. Let's let's do this. This is the card we have to play. So I'm like going for the box, and I'm I'm doing everything like really slow and like super showy, like hoping that somebody at some point is gonna go. All right, wait, wait, we believe you. But like I'm like, hey, going to the box now. Ooh, look at the gills. They both sort of draw close. In anticipation, you have a you have an enwrapped audience, <laughs> and I'm just like Vanna wiping the shit out of the box. Right, like, look at this, look at this metal smithing, these hinges. Look at this lock mechanism. This is artfully crafted by this clear, you know, really making the show. And then you suddenly realize that Henna is over your shoulder, and she is positively purring. <laughs> And she realizes you're looking at her. She scuttles back to the back of the wall. I'm like waiting, waiting for me to open the box. Like, just do it. All right. So, 
So we determined that the the lock is a is a voice commit voice activated. We both know the code, but it, we both know the the unlock password, but it only requires one of us to do it. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yes. Okay. Okay. So I I kind of like make my show, and I'm just like as I'm like passing the box, like kind of like in front of my face. I just so I like I'm literally not even able to like lip read where I'm like passing mm-hmm. the box in front of my face, and I go like. And then it's like, and then like one single flourish, it like pops open and I snap it shut. So it's like, everybody saw. Okay, we enough? We, we good? So it's like, and, and not like in a snazzy, like a, like a sassy way, not just like a weird protective. It's more like, okay, you see why this is valuable, right? Like you understand and I understand, yep. like we're all in the same boat. Like this is important, right? Like that kind of mutual understanding is what I'm hoping to Okay, so because you're showing the fit, you're revealing the figs, I'm going to give you an automatic success. Mira, if you would like, this is optional, if you would like to make a roll, a create advantage roll with bold, you, if you succeed on a three, I will turn this into a success with style, mm. and you guys will, yes. um, you'll, you'll, uh, auto pass to the, to Nefrini and skip okay. the next step. Yeah, let's do that. It'll I'm count as two successes, basically. Can I aid her? Uh, if you can also make a roll of three, sure, for bold. This is all about showmanship here. We're rolling bold, But if right? you fail, if you fail, then... Then what? <laughs> eh, then it won't help her. If you succeed, oh. it gives her a plus one. You're aiding. Okay, well, I uh, haven't rolled yet, so you hold, don't your, hold your horses. <laughs> I do not help. She does not help. I got nothing on the dice. Just zero, zero, <laughs> zero, zero, zero. These are bad dice. Right. They're going away. The pink mm-hmm. dice are in the jail. Oh, they've been cast. <laughs> yep, they've been cast. All right, here we go. Rolling bold. Oh, I've got nullified dice and I've only got a one. Oh, man. Let's do it again. Let's Bold do it again. is not your strong Wait, suit. Let's just do it one more time. Wow, with just one more time. Uh, I I need to see some fate points that was if our you want to practice. I need to see, if no, you want to roll I'm again. Will, I'm willing to move through the layers of the inner sanctum. I you know sure. as long as we how many how many more people could stand between her personal handmaidens and like her presence? How we just flash the figs at everyone. How many guards are in this room? So now, okay, how many eyeballs do we have witnessed? No we guards. Have two handmaidens. There are no Mira, guards. And that's it, or, um, excuse me, Henna and who else? <clears throat> uh, and then the two, the Just two, it, yeah, the, 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 the matron lady has left. Okay. This is above her pay grade at this point. Yeah. So it's just the yeah, two but, handmaids. Okay. Or not, yeah, yeah, yeah the two handmaids. I mean, I'm willing to see how far that gets us and we can always... Okay. Open the box again. So, you succeed. The the two when they see the figs, the two of their eyes widen in. <sighs> I am so sorry that you were accosted. Please, please have a seat. Um, one of them look, kind of the 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 human lady pokes her head into the hallway. Refreshments, please. And in comes scurrying a few servants, oh, so and they excited. bring some some food, and they bring some wine, and they they kind of set you down, and they they gesture to you all to sit on a on a on a on a little couch, and the two of them sit 
kind of diagonal from you. Please, tell us what happened. Who attacked you? It, it seemed like the party was sizable. There were a number of brutes, didn't seem to know sort of a whole lot of the plan, but there was enough of them that they had instructions. There were a few very menacing tiger folk who seemed to be very capable in ways of subterfuge and put up a fair fight, one that we did not necessarily win. We barely escaped. There was definitely a lot of gnolls that we saw. And they took us to a part of the city that I believe had hyenas, the hyena quarter. I've never been there before on any trip to yes. Bassett. Yes. Um, but the uh, the tigers, the I've never seen them before. They were uh, they were like were wolves, but, but tigers were tigers. Yes. As you might call them. And they were definitely magical. Cat folk, they, they kind of gesture to Hannah. The cat folk come in many, in many varieties, just as humans. The, this is the human wisdom. And she kind of, um, uh, gestures between, you know, the two of you who look very Northlander and, and her who was a, who is a Nurian. Um, and the, 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 the tiger folk are, much rarer. In fact, there are only there are not many of them in the city. There's Does the a, name Daruka ring any bells? The two of them look at each other. No, we could certainly check. I'm my my issue is I'm not entirely sure. You have to dig too deep to find out who this gentleman may be because the problem is he knew we were coming, he knew we were valuable enough to target us and intercept our route from 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 the oasis to you and he he came he knew where to be at the right time and came armed and reinforced and so you better find out who this gentleman is because he certainly knows who you are and he knows who we are okay i think time for another roll Ooh. i feel like uh what what that was definitely I mean, I a bit like, more forceful. I I almost feel like, I mean, I'm not, like, accusing them of, like, loose security or, like, poor background checks or anything, but, like, I feel like this is more of a strategic move of, like, poor if they're, if, if they care how you're detained, <laughs> right? Like, if they care, like, what happened to you? It's more just, like, this is not idle conversation. Like, they're, I feel like they, you know, we had this very important, very high-level rendezvous to make, and we were... We were kidnapped on the way, and I feel like it's really important that, I mean, we're going to need to pull some pretty high-level favors, and so we're going to have to deliver them some pretty high-level information, and ultimately it benefits all of our safeties if they figure out where Daruka got this information and what yeah. he's up to. I so I feel like the way you're playing that is clever, which also puts it into the realm of your expert negotiator stunt. So I think you can go ahead and make this a clever roll with your stunt bonus of plus two. Excellent. At a difficulty of three. Well, already that puts me at four, because my clever is four, and if my stunt bonus is two, and there we are. So 
So I have to roll anyway, though, because that could take down any of my stats, right? Correct. You All still right, have so to roll. Starting at four. Dice don't fail me now. <laughs> <laughs> do you have to roll, or can dice. you just like, nope. I'm not going to roll. You do have to roll. All right, nullified dice. I got plus, minus, blank, blank. So we are at still at my four. Fantastic. Woo. Nicely done. The two of them stand, the two of them stand up. We will find this Daruka. We will understand, we will find out what happened. Please, accept our hospitality and... Our humblest apologies. The divine face of Bastet, High Priestess Nafrini, will be with you very shortly. Mm-hmm. And the two of them leave. We give each other a little thumbs up. Yes, yeah, we did it. So I feel like so this is like like that. This wasn't necessarily like a deal. Like I wasn't like necessarily negotiating goods and services, but like this is like the high that I get where I'm just like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got out on top of that one, and I'm just like kicking my feet up, drinking my wine, whatever. Uh, I'm, I'm so excited. I'm eating off of, this, off of this plate. Of- <laughs> I'm not like that rat skewer, so I am excited for the wine, <laughs> the bread, the cheese. Whatever yes. I'm eating, it's definitely everything is pinky up. I'm just like, mm-hmm, yeah. uh-huh. This is good stuff. Now, gives you a little time to snack because it does take a little bit because Nefrini is hard to get. But a little bit later, the Knoll handmaid arrives back at the door and says, The divine face of Bastet High Priestess Nefrini is ready to see you. Please, follow me. Hmm. Right as you're about to cross the threshold of your door, she stops you with a pointed finger. Know that you are entering the personal space of the High Priestess. She gives you each a highly arched eyebrow. Behave accordingly. Do we understand each other? Fully and completely. Please, follow me. And she leads you down a very short hallway. There's some doors on the sides that are probably closets and a water closet and whatnot, and then you enter into a room, another kind of waiting room, but this is this is fit for a queen. There is, is velvet. Sorry. Yeah. Is, I, I didn't mean to interrupt your, your imagery. I'm sorry. Okay? Is Henna with us? This is important to me. Is Henna, is Henna with us? Did she follow along with our party? Henna is just on your coattails unless you okay. do something about it. So I'm wondering if, like, is she got the same eyebrow or if it, like, since she's kind of, like, our attache, am I, did I turn around? I want to give her the same She is doing her best to be invisible. Too, she is doing her best to be your invisible servant. Okay. Well, I, I turn around and give her the same eyebrow because I'm like, clearly this is, like, your shtees and, like, like be cool, man. Be cool. Like, don't fan out <laughs> on us. Like, be yep. cool. Yep. She, she, she gives you a little okay. nod. <laughs> and then uh so you are now now this is also uh this room actually also has a window so you can see you are a few store you've uh you've moved up about three stories and you have a view of the city um actually from here you actually have this beautiful view out into uh over the the wharf district and into the bay itself um and it is a beautiful day. And uh, 
the, uh, from here you can also see the several, not all of the nine pyramids from here, just because of line of sight from a single window, but you can see several of the pyramids of the city, um, and uh, and you, you it, it really strikes the uh, the grandeur of Perbastet. From this is a wonderful spot to just sit and contemplate the city, which is probably why this is Nafrini's room. Um, but everything is just cushions and velvet and draped silks, and it is just comfort and and uh it just everything says like come and relax in my salon um like a true cat <laughs> oh and there by the way there are several cats in this room um there's uh there's a little shelf that runs along the top of the room and there's at least one cat kind of walking along that shelf and you can see little kind of steps that or little like platforms that can be easily jumped to that lead them all the way up from the floor level up to the wall up to this top little run you know uh run route and and uh yeah it is uh it this there's several cats in here that live a very 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 good life so in walks the divine face of Bastet, high priestess nafrini she is not a human. So imagine this headdress, this outfit, kind of that, that, that overall vision, except for in, it is a black furred, uh, cat folk panther. Okay. And so her, her, her fur is just the silkiest shine with, and, uh, she and her uh her shape is hum you know humanoid but very full and rich and voluptuous and she slides into the room and she just the second she walks in she sucks the air out of the room and she is every bit a queen and she just stands there with a probably the most pleasant look of anyone who's met who you've dealt with thus far. And she speaks, and her voice is rich. Welcome to my home. I understand you've had a hard travel. Welcome to the dome of the divine face of Bastet. Are you well? Were you harmed? It was definitely a very trying journey. And we've been better. She sort of saunters across the room. She's not looking at you anymore, and she goes over to a, an empty chaise and and uh, sort of and reclines in it, and then makes eye contact with you again. When you didn't arrive yesterday, I assumed that something, perhaps the visit was too short, or you were too far from the city. I knew you were here, but we didn't have all the details. We would have had enough time had we not encountered the the ambush that happened. Yes. My handmaids mentioned that. They said something about two tiger folk. And there are various reinforcements and 
whatever organized personnel that are under their employ, um, your highness, hi, your madam. I, she she waves. Stop I, stop stop I, stop I'm stop. Absolutely stumbling. <laughs> yes, I know. I am the divine face of Bastet, High Priestess Nefrimi. You can simply call me Nefrimi. You are in my home. We, we appreciate <laughs> She chuckles. And, li- and li- she kind of licks the back of her hand and just combs a bit of absent hair out of her face. We have brought the cargo that was expected. However, we are now in a bit of a situation. We need to get home, and we do not know how to get home. Oh. We do not know if we can part with this cargo, because it is the only thing that we have. By being oh. waylaid, be, by being waylaid um, against our will, involuntarily, unfortunately, the... Uh, I'm doing your voice now. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> The the oasis has unfortunately left without us, and we are left without a way home. And you understand more than anyone the value of which we carry, and we have to get home somehow. And this this is really all we were meant to carry with us of any value, and it now is the only thing that may ever get us home at all. So we... We were hoping, here goes my Hail Mary, Um, we were hoping in your divine generosity and understanding that we we mean no insult to you nor Sultan Hajani, that we were hoping that perhaps you could take a few and leave us a few and we could maybe part ways with a promise of a promise of more, if you would so be kind as to, like, absolutely stumbling, um, to be, to be able to take a half now and leave us with the other half to find our way home so that we may return with double the amount of your original, your original expectation. So you notice that Hannah is just sitting there with her hands over her mouth, trying really, really hard to stay invisible in the background. And it's really difficult. Nefrini nods. The oasis left without you, and you are stranded. We are. And if we do not get back, Mira takes care of the fig tree. Without her, it will not grow. There will be no more figs after this. She looks at you. Who are you? I have met you before. I remember. I, but perhaps I, I did care- not appreciate your significance. I am the caretaker. The figs grow. The figs thrive. The figs do everything that bring joy to everyone and make this world go round as they do. Due to my, my care and keeping. She nods. I see. Then yes, it is... It is very important that you get home. This is complicated. You see, I am... She stands up and she kind of walks out to the window. and She's looking out over the city. 
she puts a one a hand to her face and you feel like you're seeing you're you're perhaps seeing a bit of the the real nefrini def- behind the divine face i am the one person holding this city together this city is a tornado of cats and gnolls and undead and humans and every imaginable creature all trying to live their best life and it is she turns back to you and she looks tired it is hard and i am not the 40 year old woman that i appear and that is why me and the sultan hajani have been friends for so long and that is what has allowed me to keep this city together you see bestet in all her glory has granted me immense blessings and power eternal life is not one of those things i need those figs to continue doing my mission <sighs> she composes herself i need the figs you need to get home this is what i was prepared to trade with you and she uh holds two clawed fingers to her lips and does a uh, a little whistle and in walk Two servants carrying a rolled-up carpet, which they unfurl and set on the ground, and then they walk out. And she, she says, "Awake, my dear," and it springs to life, and it is indeed a magic carpet, and it. It, a, a little fold of it rises up, sort of like the head of a head of a of a of a person kind of waking up from a nap, and it kind of moves around, and then it springs up onto one two of its end, and sort of walk waddles its way over to uh, Nafrini, and just sort of folds itself into a little neat little pile at her feet. This. Carpet was what I was prepared to give to the Sultan Hajan. It could help you cover much ground. However, I appreciate the challenge in front of you. I don't know where the oasis went next. And I don't think you do either, if what Hajani has told me is true. It, that is true. We, we do not know exactly where it is. However, we have an idea of who we may talk to. Oh? We don't have the information, but we know somebody who does. Or possibly does. Or may have a way of divining that. Um, we have the name of a person we know who has been to the Oasis twice in her very human lifetime so the clock may be ticking on this information and our accessibility to it we would really like to speak with her but if we cannot meet her and get to her in time then we are all going to be without the figs we love and need so dearly we were going to try to find her but we wanted to speak with you first i very much appreciate that you came to me first who are you looking for her name is Kajima. You see absolutely no spark of recognition on Nafrini's face. And then from behind you, you hear a little squeal and a little clapping. 
And then Hannah covers her mouth. So at this point, like, I I was totally, like, when she was giving us the tour, I was following Hannah, and I was like, okay, she is, like, the bus. She knows everything. She knows everyone. And I am like, now it's like tables have turned. It's like, I, I am like, I'm totally loving this, where it's like all of a sudden, like, we have all the ins and stuff, and she's kind of, like, feeding off of our energy. So I really want to be like, Hannah? Would you care to share the information you so clearly possess? As she walks forward and, like, drops to her knees in front of Nefrini and then kind of rises back up and looks at you. The legend of Kajima is known among the alleys of the cat. But I, I'm very sorry to say she's Dead? Long dead. Undead? No. No, no. I but, 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 and he lived in the district of the cat. And I know where his house is, was, oh. is. He is very old. I don't know if he's still alive, but I know where the house is. And I could take you there. And she just looks so excited <laughs> that she gets to play a role in this story. That would be amazing. We would so appreciate it. And I know that her eminence, this high, the high priestess Nefrini, would be ever in your debt if you were to return us to the oasis so that we may return to her with more figs, all with the part that you have to play to lend to our quest. I'm like really trying to get her like 100% buy-in. Oh. Oh, yes. Yes, I, I would be. I would be happy to take you. Um, however, there, uh, I need some help, too. In what way? A person, a potion, an, an ingredient? I am, the Grimalkin eye was stolen from me, and Nefrini hisses. And Henna cowers for a moment. Something very precious was stolen from me by a thief by the name of Rahid, a rat folk who has escaped into the perfume district, where I cannot go. I have many enemies there, but he's stolen it. And Nefrini looks at Hannah and says, The Grimalkin eye has been lost for a very long time. How did you possibly come into possession of it? And Hannah looks very, like she might have just overplayed her hand. I have... A very resor had a very resourceful friend who found it in a cavern off the river of sand, but he died and left it to me. And Rahid stole it and I want it back. <laughs> and 
The Freeney looks not amused. We are um, not amused. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry for my ignorance, but what what is this Grimalkin eye? The Grimalkin eye is a long forgotten artifact. It's a jewel. And Hannah Hannah cuts in. A tiger's eye stone on a chain of gold. And Nefrini continues just pretending like Hannah didn't even speak. That gives one the power to control cats. I can see how that would be valuable. So this rat friend has come into possession of something that he has no business possessing. Hannah nods. So if we were to, say, retrieve this this gem and return it to its rightful place, then you would take us to a house where someone might not even live anymore, who might not have the information that we need. The family of Kajima home. still lives there. I don't know if Corin is still alive. But the family of Kojima is definitely still there. Okay, that's fair. So we return the Grimalkan Eye to Nifrini, who I imagine would be... Well, hang on, sorry, backing up. (laughs) (laughs) Nifrini clearly doesn't like this thing, but does she want it? Is she upset that, that Henna has it? Would she be pissed if Henna got it back? I know Hannah had it at one point and she didn't like that, but like, does she think it would, because Hannah said, I want it back and then I'll take you to the house. But Nefrini doesn't necessarily love that she's got it in the first place. Nefrini seems like she's doing some juggling in her own (laughs) right. So, okay. So, sorry. Backing up, I'm changing tack. So if we were to return your lost item, as powerful as it is, if we were to return your lost uh, Grimalkin eye to you, and you'd take us to the information, to the house of the person who may have the information we need. And if that sits well with you, Nefrini, I believe with this quest, we all arrive at a mutually agreeable end. If we get home, everybody wins. Everybody benefits. Can you part with such, with such a treasure? As much as I hate to say it, I have no claim on the Grimalkin Eye. But, I'm sorry, what was your name again? <laughs> and uh, Hannah sort of mumbles, Henna, Mistress Henna, Henna, I would very much like for you and me to have another talk when this is all done. Perhaps we can help each other. However, there still remains the question of the figs. It sounds as if you're servant here can help you reconnect with what was it kajima i'm sorry i know nothing of her story we're we're hoping but you know in these in these things these quests of information and travel and we we really don't have a lot of value in our possession save for the most valuable thing that one could possess one could argue. Suddenly, the uh, the knoll handmaid walks back in and comes and whispers in Nefrini's ear, and then she walks out, and Nefrini nods. Interesting. 
You gave the name of one of the tiger folk who attacked you. Daraka, right? Daruka. Daruka. Sorry, forgive me. Daruka. Yes. It would appear... It would appear that he is one of the personal attendants. Some say harem to one of my peers. Queen Goddess Meskenet. I know you live in the Oasis, so I don't know how much politics and and events register on your awareness. Do you know who she is? Oh, I think we've heard that name before, Mira. Have you? I've, I've not. My, my purview is typically with the She cuts themselves. you off. Tell me, which gate did you enter the city by this time? Did you come through the main gate? Yes. Did you see the enormous pyramid in front of you? Yes. At the end of the Grand Avenue? Yes, we did. Where the dead come and go? Yes. We did notice that. It was a bit unsettling for us. That is her home. She is the great, great, great something grandmother of God King Tutmosis in Nuria Natal. The ruler, the current ruler. His brother is the official ruler of the city. But everyone knows that Perbastet is run by me and her. She is ancient, and she is powerful, and she is ambitious, and she is dead. And Daruka is one of hers. So I don't know how she knew, but it's certainly within her capabilities. I don't know why, but she clearly wants your figs. You may want to think about the company you keep. We're not precisely friends. And, well, no, 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 not her, but did any of your handmaidens, did any of your servants, did anybody associate with them? That is an interesting question I'll have to investigate, but please, no, she does not need a spy to know when something like the Oasis of Figs happens nearby. I am a powerful cleric of Bastet. I will tell you now, I fear her. (laughs) And so should you. In the course of this, she has stood up, and she has kind of moved towards you, Eleanor, and suddenly she sniffs. (gasps) That... I'm I'm sorry, but you aren't entirely human, are you? I am I am one hundred percent human. I'm from the north. She moves in closely, mm-hmm. uncomfortably close, and takes us takes a closer sniff. No, my dear. No, there is there is venom in your veins. What happened to you? It was a, it was a very long time ago. I was bitten by a vampire. But I've lived in the oasis so long that the figs have kept it at bay. This is also why we must get home. And why we also must keep some of the figs for our journey. I see. 
How very interesting. I have a suggestion, and it could be risky, but it could also be very helpful. I do not claim to understand your condition. It's not something I associate with regularly. But in this city, there is a group known as the Pallid Court. You have, I believe the word up north is vampires? We have them down here, too. The Pallid Court is ruled by Lady Alashra. Their territory is the hunt, but her palace is between it and the perfume district. Lady Alashra might be able to help you. Tell her that I sent you, and that I will owe her. I am willing to owe her a favor on your behalf, if you can meet me in the middle. Okay, so I'm like... I'm doing like the galaxy brain, like, <laughs> this agreement. I'm like, okay, we need, okay, oh, this is so good. There's so much to work, but this is like not my bargain. I, I'm like, I'm trying so hard to not get involved and I'm like putting the ball in her court because ultimately Eleanor is like her, her whole being is on the line, but I'm sitting here and I, I'm barely able to contain myself. I'm just like, oh, that, that is very, very kind of you. Um, yes, we will. Definitely seek out Lady Elashra at the Palace Court and and see if she can help can help me. Good, she stands up. All right, let us come to what I think is the point for everyone here. The figs. Meshkenet wants them. I want them. They make you a target. They also provide great wealth. They also provide you. With what I gather is some sort of lifeline. I do not take the wealth they represent lightly. I offer you a great treasure. And the carpet does a little jig. <laughs> and it could help you travel very far, very fast. If you knew where to go. However, a fortune can just as easily acquire a ship to take you up the river. If that is what you wanted. I could get you a caravan to take you somewhere. I can help you if you know what you want. Would your offer stand if we could have some time to to find out what we need and where we need to go? You realize that that gives more time for Meshkenet's agents to find you again, right? Well, if we don't get home, none of this will really matter to anyone because the figs will be... Hard to come by, and these may be the last figs there are. And you see a look of every, a, a brief moment of like actual legit fear across her face. Everyone who wants them is going to run out if we don't get home. So <sighs> her says, "Why does Miss Kennet? Why is she involved?" I'm sorry, this is not this is not your problem. Our rivalry is not your problem. It it may be if it keeps us from where we need to go. So I, I agree that her entanglement is a threat and we should be cautious and careful of who we trust. And Do you make... trust me to keep them safe for you? I am willing to delay while you find out some more information of exactly how I can help you. But what I do not want to happen is for you to leave this sanctuary and for you to be attacked by Meshkenet's agents again. I can keep them safe here. Can you say the same? Not certainly to the degree that you can provide. 
I'm not entirely sure that we could part with all of them. Perhaps just a few to take and keep in our safe, our lockbox. And if you could hold on to the rest, then we would be very appreciative for them to stay in your care. What good are they doing for you right now? A street, you cannot trade a fig to a local merchant. They've never seen that much money in their entire life for what they are worth. You will make bad trades if that is all you have. I agree. However, Eleanor here relies on them for her entire humanity. And I, the distance I put between my friend and the figs is not a distance, a distance I like to grow too great. She is looking unhappy. How far is the, okay. I'm trying to think about now in time. Um, Eleanor, if you, if you are comfortable, I feel like if we were to go from one trusted contact to another, we could go speak with Lady Alashra. And before embarking to the perfume district, we could go from one inner sanctum to another and return for a fig or two should you require the need. Would that, would that sit well with you? Sort of a safety deposit box situation held by our friend Afrini here? Yes, yes, I suppose. If we end up leaving the city, then we're going to need to, um, discuss things further fair so within the city we won't leave the figs won't leave but should we make our lengthy departure before we journey we may need to take a bit of a to-go bag and as a show of good faith since you are leaving them with me i leave this with you and the carpet takes a little jaunt forward, like, hey, I get to come! <laughs> Are we agreed? I, I, I believe that that would be most agreeable on all sides. I, we appreciate and recognize your generosity. Thank you, Nefrini. My, uh, my people will see that you are, that you have somewhere to stay in the district of the cat. This has been, this is not what I expected from this visit today, but I'm sorry for your situation and I hope that we can work something out. She holds out her hands for the box. Does she know how the lock works? Does she, does she understand that we're the only ones that can open it? I'm curious if the next words out of her mouth are gonna be for the password. She hasn't touched the box yet. That's fair. all right, so but I mean, she she ain't no dummy. All right, I'm looking at Eleanor and I'm like, go, and I like, I bow my head, kind of like half to Nefrini for show, but like mainly to the figs, where I'm just like, sorry, friends. Like my bow is really for the figs. So she takes she she takes them gracefully and tries to open the lid, and then arches an eyebrow. <sighs> Understandable. I assume that this is secured. Magically, Sultan Hajani is no fool. I clearly we 
We are very proud of the security that we can provide in transit. Our own person well-being is, uh, is up for question, but the security of the, the valuables is never, never questioned. I understand. I insist, however, that if you're taking the carpet, that you share the key with me. If you'd rather not give the key, then you may leave it with me locked, but you may not take the carpet. <laughs> that carpet is worth this box, believe me. Well, some would say that lying over a town in a, on a carpet, uh, I can I can put the figs in my in my satchel and nobody knows except you know that's like. So so you're leaving with, you're either leaving them with her locked and not taking the carpet, yeah, or you unlock it and leave with the carpet. This is a question of trust. Mm -hmm. But if you leave her with a locked box, then you leave her with, then that that ain't a trade. I see. Yeah, I'm I'm almost saying. What what are your thoughts? I think we get the carpet because we needed some jewels. Yeah. Like we got to get around. Not only I think is it. Yeah, I agree. Not only do I think it's practical to certainly it would be advantageous to get the carpet, but also any air of distrust would like, I want to like maintain this rep as high as possible. So just sort of what it means as a gesture that I'm giving her the password. She understands the weight of that as a gesture, let alone the power that it holds. Okay. Yeah. All right. You are the, you, the you, I assume you would want to whisper it to her so no one else hears. Oh, completely. This. No, this is like a, yep. um, if you don't mind, Nefrini, do you have any cone of silence, any sort of like, she, she, she not secure ah, sounding. Yes. Of course. One moment. She does a thing. You see a little shimmery space of uh that that encompasses just the two of you and we are alone please if you will the password is penny prickly weeping winter she nods whispers it unlocks verifies shuts it releases the little the little cone of privacy around you i will see this personally to my vault Guards, she calls for, escort me to my vault now. And she looks back at you. I look forward to our next conversation. I hope your time in the city goes well. Thank you. She turns I and leaves. I believe with your generosity, I believe it will. She smiles and nods. Welcome to Perbastet. She turns and goes with a few guards around her. The, uh, the, the, the two handmaids are, are back, uh, and, uh, they're gonna get you taken care of out the door to a, to, with a, an address that you can go stay for, uh, at a, at a, at a place in the district. And I think we will pick up next time when you exit the temple. So can I just have like a tiny little like NPC epilogue? Oh, of course. I, so as we're like shuffling through and like we're being escorted, like clearly like things are being set up, everything's cool. I imagine like the carpet is either like sauntering or like floating next to us. And so I want to just like, I'm so intrigued by this because it's like so outside of my realm of understanding of magic. 
Bo, do you have a name, friends? Do you have something that we should call you? Because clearly you have a will of your own. I want to respect that. I, I, I wouldn't feel right sitting on you if I didn't know your name. So it's sort as you walk down the hallway, it's kind of a narrow hallway. So it's sort of sashaying parallel to the wall, sort of like a mobile tapestry, um, sashaying down the hallway next to you. And, uh, it, it, it kind of, it gives a, uh, a shrug, the, what, what, what sort of amounts to a shrug, but you notice, oh, but it does sort of gesture to its embroidery. And you see that in, uh, kind of near what would be sort of like the, the way the things, the way stuff folds, sort of the neck or head or something, if it's kind of dancing upright, um, you see a word that is in, uh, sewn in or embroidered into the carpet, um, which I will come up with next time because I didn't think of that. Okay. And that will be the closest thing to a name it might have. All right. So it's like a, it's like a gesture. And then it's like cut to like my face of like, dawning realization and then like we find out what it is next exactly time, like, it's obviously <laughs> there find out what's written on next week's episode that's right <laughs> <laughs> and uh you notice that as you walk out that henna has just a little extra she's a little less invisible now and a little more of a strut as someone else in this city who matters because she just met nefrimi and she actually, like, was part of the discussion. So, she was invited to the table. Yeah, she seems like an act. She's walking like a player. Mm-hmm. So. We'll- yes! All right. We will, uh, we will pick up there as you exit the tower and the, uh, when the, the handmaid says her goodbyes and leaves you outside. 